Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in. It's the early line. It's hour number two on a Thursday morning. Kevin Walsh joined by Donnie Wrightside. Some good college basketball tonight, including... Gonzaga being on upset alert. Before we get there, I'm curious, Donnie, a little check-in with you personally. And this all, Mm -hmm. people, translates then to where you should be at in terms of college basketball following that DRS. You don't have to follow it as strictly as Donnie does, but it gives everybody a sense, I think, of where things in the landscape stand. When you're diving through numbers, right? We're going to break these games down today, but that's because these are big games. We want to talk about them, right? But you obviously like to get in at a certain point. Where are you on the timeline? How far are we away from you having what you want as a true sample size? You ever, you ever see, Kevin, like the scales of justice, right? They're b- bouncing back and forth right now. You put one grain of sand on this side, you know, one grain of sand mm-hmm. on this side, and it sort of starts to sway. That's where we're at right now. What I mean by that is we have a nice amount of statistics that we can use season long. And some of these conferences now, it's January. They're in the conference play. We're right on that border where the scales are going to start to tip to, oh, yeah, here comes that strike zone. Because when you have five, six, seven, which right now most of these conferences around that five, six games that these teams have played, once you get around seven, eight, or nine, all the numbers are there that you need. Everything you need to know will start to fill out. And we're so close to, because right now, if we use like, you know, Ken Palm per se, there's a way to separate conference statistics from the actual year-long statistics. And that's where it's fun because now you're starting to click back and forth. And pretty soon, you're just going to click one way and be like, I got everything I need to know. We are so close here to having a ton of fun. But when the numbers come in, they're looking pretty good right now already. Fantastic. Then let's dive into... Some college basketball. Tonight, Gonzaga plays as only a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Unbeaten in the WCC, but they have been flirting with it now. They beat the Dons only by two. They beat Santa Clara just by five. Neither of those results good enough for a cover. What are you looking at here as the Cougars at home are trying to strike that upset? Yeah, it's interesting because everybody's going to want to take Gonzaga right off the bat, right? And rightfully so. Well, who's BYU? I know who Gonzaga is. Okay. And also coming into this game, Gonzaga here, 14-3 and on the season, a nine-game winning streak. But also, how about BYU, Kevin? 13-6 and six on the season, 8 of 9. Oh, why are you laughing over there? What's going on? What did I do? You got, what did I you do got to stop. You got to what? stop doing this. What's going you, on here? Are you, what? Pe- people, line this, people do not line this game up and go, what? now hold on. Yes, they do. Let's be why you even. Like, people treat BYU like Morehead yeah. State. Will you exactly. cut it out? 
It's not foot. What is this? Football BYU? Does BYU even have a basketball team? Have you ever seen BYU play? Nobody has. I don't think anybody's ever been to a BYU basketball game. So I'm trying to set the table appropriately here. I know Gonzaga on one side. Not too many people know BYU actually exists as a basketball oh team. So if you're waking yeah. up in the morning going, hey, you know what? Did you turn on the show? What'd you listen to this morning? The early line. Hey, you know what? Yeah. BYU is a basketball team. You get something out of the show every single morning. And that's what I'm trying to mm -hmm. preface it here. So both of these teams, good <laughs> basketball teams, even yeah. if you didn't know BYU actually had a basketball team. Now back to my fact checking here at this point. Look, it's simple in this game. When you try to match these teams up, what the teams do well. When you want to back a basketball team, and again, preface this by saying BYU's actually won eight of nine games. Kevin, on the season, 343rd in the country at turning the basketball over on offense is BYU. And how about this on BYU's defense? 302 in the country at fouling their opponent. So if I'm going to be fouling more than the other team and turning the basketball over more than the other team, I got no choice here. It seems like to me I'm going to ride Gonzaga in this game. And again, yes, this is a real game. BYU has a basketball team and plays in Provo. Yeah. There. Of course you like Gonzaga playing against this high school basketball team as the radio audience is here on a Thursday morning, the early lines here at Sanxem. Channel 159. I just, I can't even take it serious. It's so good. Well, I'm telling, like, I, I, actually thought, I saw your smile, which I never even noticed <laughs> yeah. over there. So I figured I, did. I, I was like, you know what? I did something bad here. Like Kevin, like teed me up for like a, you know, a Patrick Mahomes prop bet. And I started breaking down Gonzaga, BYU, yeah, Gonzaga. in the wrong section. That's actually what I thought right yeah. there was about to happen. I, I, it's funny. I saw your eyes darting around. I'm like, oh, I threw them off laughing. I, I just want to make this quick point on, on Gonzaga quickly though. Yeah. Their opponent team totals have been given out towards the over quite a bit. They're a bad cover team. They're a high over team. Here's part of the reason why. In terms of Kempom defensive uh, rankings, three of the last four years, they've been inside the top 12 on the defensive side of the basketball. The one outlier, they were 43rd. This year, Gonzaga is 73rd in terms of adjusted defensive rating for uh, on Kempom. That is such a monstrous drop-off from what you usually see out of Gonzaga basketball. It's provided some opportunity. Going over to the Pac-12 tonight, two ranked teams in action, both UCLA and Arizona. The Bruins, Donnie, host Utah, who's unranked but opened it up so far 5-1 and one in Pac-12 play. Yeah, how about this? And just to keep it short, too, Utah and UCLA really getting effort on defense. If you rank them nationally, UCLA defense ninth, Utah defense 19th. But if you get in the conference play, how about this? Effective field goal percentage on defense, Utah, number one in conference play. Defending the three-point shot, number one in conference play. It's going to be up to one of these teams to try to beat another team from the three-point arc. You got number one defense on Utah, number two on UCLA. So if we're looking right there off the bat, keep it simple. 134 and a half is the total going under in this game. All right, there you go. Utah is not just 5-1 and one straight up, but 5-1 and one against the spread so far in Pac-12 play. That second game, Arizona is a 15-and-a-half-point mm. road favorite against Oregon State. Arizona coming off of that disaster result against Washington State where they lost in their own building by 13 as a 13-point favorite. We flip it over to the NBA as we're live right here inside our number two of the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Right back at it here on the early line in hour number two. It's time to talk some NBA action. Now, typically tonight, we'd be breaking down a lot of Thursday night football, but obviously in the playoffs and Super Wild Card Weekend, we don't have that advantage. Now, as Kevin would like this, in this next coming segment, we're going to teach a few things like, did you know the Brooklyn Nets are in Brooklyn and no longer in New Jersey, Kevin, <laughs> yeah, just to get the day point. started. But before we do that and have some fun, serious topic here the Eastern Conference here, and who can win it, who's looking to win it, who possibly can, but also more importantly, Kevin, where these teams sit here in the month of January? Because if we're just looking at the odds, the Celtics at a plus 180 price, the Milwaukee Bucks at plus 280, the Nets at plus 440 now without Kevin Durant for maybe up to a month, and then those Philadelphia 76ers odds decreasing daily at a plus 750 price. Give me a look here at the Eastern Conference Mm -hmm. and where it sits in the month of January. I still think we are seeing too strong of a number on Boston and maybe then even Milwaukee to a degree. I understand they jumped Brooklyn back a bit because of the Kevin Durant injury, but what I think we've kind of come to learn is, while it's nice to have home court advantage, it's not the end-all, be-all. It's not a must. It's such an advantage in the NFL because – You play one less game. You get home field throughout in one single game eliminations. Don, we've now had two seasons in a row in the NBA where the number one seed in both conferences did not make the NBA finals. So the last time it actually happened was during the bubble season where there actually was no home court advantage. We were all playing in the same exact buildings. My point is moving Boston up because, ooh, now they're going to have the number one seed. It doesn't hold as much weight. As always, it's about that bracket. It's about that pathway that's going to potentially be in front of you. So you talk about value. It still feels to me that on Brooklyn, on Philly, on Cleveland, you can make some arguments that those teams should be closer to the Boston and the Milwaukee tier of the Eastern Conference right now. 
Number one and number two, getting it on tonight. And this is going to be live from Brooklyn, 7.30 tip-off here. The Celtics come in 13-7, and seven. Kevin on the road. The Brooklyn Nets 13-5 and five at home. Obviously, we know the superstars in this game, but also the big superstar, Kevin Durant, is going to be down for this one. But if we're looking as a road favorite here, the Boston Celtics are it, Kevin. They opened up as a three-point favorite here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Now set at minus three and a half and still a heavy total of 228. If we are looking at the anticipated starting lineups tonight and a new look, lineup here for the Brooklyn Nets. Irving, Curry, O'Neal, Simmons, and Claxton. Talk to me about this game because if you're just looking from an outside in, hold on. Kevin Durant's not playing. Celtics red hot here getting back in it, but some things with those back-to-backs do creep in here. What are we looking at tonight in this game live from Brooklyn? Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the back-to-back. It is an interesting thing because we're early and the Celtics stars are all young, but it just all you always wonder, ooh, is it gonna be full go tonight? But Boston loves the opportunity to make a statement. I think part of the reason this is just a three and a half point line, no Marcus Smart, no Robert Williams projected for the Boston Celtics. Those when when Boston's full gas, those are two of the five starters in their lineup. So you could see how that could impact the game. But my eye is drawn towards something that you actually mentioned when we first talked about the Kevin Durant injury. Kyrie's points brought 29 and a half, no surprises. Ben Simmons is seven and a half. They are hanging the Ben Simmons number as if Kevin Durant is not injured, as if Kevin Durant is still there. This is about what Ben, this is Ben Simmons is averaging 7.7 on the season. Is that not a, we don't really have a Kyrie plus Ben Simmons sample size, but is that seven and a half not Donnie, not almost a principal-esque number yes. when you consider the setup? It absolutely is. It's a great point you bring up because there's a lot of shots that now have to go around. And we talked about how are you going to level up. Like Ben Simmons, when he was in Philadelphia, it was your only beat a Ben Simmons show. That's the way it was. Now, again, is this Kevin Durant down? It's going to be the Ben Simmons show, also with the Kyrie Irving show. Obviously, we know Ben Simmons is going to drop 25 points in this game. But it does feel like a principal wager where Ben Simmons knows, put it this way, Kevin, Ben Simmons knows the spotlight is on him tonight. If they go out and take on the Boston Celtics in a national game and he scores four points and the Nets get beat in this game, the spotlight then goes to him in the wrong direction as opposed to staying out of it, just doing your damage here. But also, from a look, again, I'm going to ask you this question. We look at the points where he knows he has to score more. Kevin Durant's an easy bucket, meaning I drive to the hoop, kick it back, 17-footer, lockdown jump shot in. That's more assist there for Ben Simmons and also maybe more rebounds because yeah. he can play more freely. So those numbers might be a little bit suppressed as opposed to the points. What is, like Overall, Ben Simmons, what are you expecting from him tonight? Give me a, a line for Ben Simmons. Uh, is he not? He's the trickiest guy, I feel like, Does in the world to try and do that Does he overachieve or due to those numbers tonight? Yeah, just to keep it simple. Like, uh, what, is, he, yeah. oh, is he looking for a better tonight? Or, man, Ben Simmons still does, he just hasn't gotten it together yet. I'm, you know me, I'm an optimist around Ben Simmons. I'll say overachieve, but also mm. we've seen this movie before, right? Yeah. Boston comes out like gangbusters. The end of the first quarter is 40 to 22, and Ben Simmons isn't playing in the fourth quarter. He finishes this game with four, four, and four, right? And you go, well, I mean, my goodness, man, what did you even line up here? I'd be cautious on player-specific props. The Celtics are 5-1 and one against the spread when playing without rest, and the over in those six games is 4-1-1. One, and one. A Boston team total tonight could be your safest option in this basketball game.
And I'll tell you what's crazy, just to leave it on that point in that game, because we're all going to look at box scores for Ben Simmons, even if it doesn't tell the context or the detail of the game, if they're blown out early in the starters' rest. If we see a 4-4-4 yesterday and they lost, Ben Simmons is going to be the point of topic right away, and rightfully mm-hmm. so. 7.30 tip time tonight, the Bucks in the heat from South Beach. The Bucks come in on a back-to-back 11-9 on the road. The Heat 12-9 here. If we set the table for this game, lining it up, this line opened up at the Miami Heat as a minus two-point favorite. Now flipped to the FanDuel Sportsbook to a minus three-point favorite and a total, Kevin, that opened up at 221, now down to 218. Now, even without checking the starting lineups, this is interesting. Two of the past three games, Kevin, Giannis Antetokounmpo <laughs> under 10 points. Yeah. Now, he went off with assistant rebounds last night, but I immediately look, is his hand broke? What's going on with Giannis? Yeah, the, but also, and I don't know if you have those projected starting lineups that you usually do. Doesn't do. this line say oh, he's champ. not playing in this basketball game? Because it's in there. It's, I have Holiday, Bochamp, Connaughton, Antetokounmpo, and Lopez as the anticipated starting lineup tonight. That's interesting to me. Look, I know just the Miami Heat this season are not the kind of group where you go, hey, listen, no matter who comes into their building, they're going to be laying points. I know Milwaukee is on the second leg of a back-to-back. Donnie, they're a perfect 4-0 against the spread when they are on the second leg uh, of a back-to-back. This is a number that I feel like I need more information on, way more information, in fact. We try, when we're doing it this early, we try and go into the prospect market to see if there's anything that it can help us learn. Only players available are Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Clearly, they've got full confidence in terms of availability for the Miami Heat. It does seem like there's some question marks surrounding both, uh, or rather the Milwaukee Bucks side of this equation. Let's clip a couple of these games quickly here. Philadelphia 76ers and the OKC Thunder. We all know this is the game of the night because, number one, the Philadelphia 76ers yeah, have their big three intact and in the starting lineup, but I don't even care about that, being a Sixers fan. I go to the FanDuel Sportsbook. I see SGA 28 and a half, and I think to myself, is there ever a better bet in the history of basketball than SGA getting into the 30s? A 10-point favorite here for the Sixers. Yeah. Some quick thoughts there, Kevin. Yeah, this is in here so I can make a plea on your behalf because I want them to make the greatest boost in the history for Donnie ever. Uh, There was an SGA Jimmy Butler to combine for 55 points boost the other night, which absolutely slammed because Jimmy Butler uh, did a a lot of the work. I know they're not going to be that kind, but it is what it is. Joel Embiid, SGA, 60-plus DRS. I mean, mean, pay out a nice little plus 150 spot there. Is that not the bet of your dreams? It could be the bet of my dreams, but hey, I don't like the SGA slander. Jimmy Butler doesn't cover that odds boost on his own. SGA had to be there. That boost doesn't cash, Kevin. I mean, so sure. keep that in mind. And quickly here, Mavericks, Lakers tonight. Maps, light favorite on the road. Who wins that game? Lakers. Only two and a half. Says a lot. Come on. We're talking Sean Payton. NFL back up here. What a great NBA segment. Thanks to your boy, Donnie Wrightside. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Sean Payton, one of the stars, one of the most sought-after guys that this offseason will provide us, and understandably so, a Super Bowl-winning head coach whose value I think you could see in his absence almost immediately with the New Orleans Saints. Every year, Sean Payton's coaching backup quarterback, so you can't be like, oh, what'd you want him to do with Dalton? Well, what Sean Payton would have done with Dalton is honestly, would have won the division. When you look at the way the whole NFC South yeah, laid out. He, yeah, maybe that. Honestly, maybe he would have benched him. Instead of sticking with the hot hand after getting shut out in San Francisco. Nevertheless, the latest two teams to be interested in Sean Payton. I don't know if caught me by surprise is the right phrase. But there are two landing spots that I would, have, I would not think he would have any interest in. I feel like when Sean Payton retired, which, by the way, almost immediately people were like, yeah, he'll be back next year. And that's obviously exactly what's played out. The idea was big name, ready to win situations. The Arizona Cardinals are interested. The Houston Texans are interested. Neither fit that description. Two of the five worst teams in football this year. Let me start with the Houston Texans. This, to me, when you and I are talking... This, to me, comes off like a job that you're very tempted by if you're an NFL head coach. I think when we, if we rank the head coach openings, you're going to have this job higher than me. Is this something that Sean Payton should really be considering, the Houston Texans head coach opening? Absolutely. absolutely. It, it's almost like first in line here. And you have to understand, because most people hear that, and rightfully so, the Texans, that's the last place I would want to be. That organization is horrible. They just hired a coach in David Cully, fired him after one year. They hired basically the same guy in Lovey Smith, fired him the very next year. What did you want them to do with that lineup and that organization, not spending money and just stacking draft capital they were supposed to lose? Those guys got paid very well. They're going to be fine in their careers. But if I'm looking from a organizational disaster outcome, that's actually where I want to be because I can walk into Cal McNair, the owner's office, and say, you're at rock bottom right now. You know, being Sean Payton, I'm a rock star head coach. Look at my track record here. You give me three years. We might actually win a Super Bowl. But here's what I need from you, Cal McNair. Write the checks, stay out of the way, sit back, and let's go out and win. And if you can do that, I'll love this job. I'll pick my GM, similar to what I did in New Orleans with Mickey Loomis. I have a right-hand man that's going to handle my day-to-day operations while I handle this football team. I have control of the 53, and oh, yeah, 
I have a high draft pick this year, ridiculous amount of draft picks by getting rid of Deshaun Watson. You are a rich owner, and we are way under the salary cap. So if you're starting from the ground level from an organization that I would love to be at, and keep in mind here, Kevin, when you go to this division, he's not going talking about Sean Payton. I got to face Mahomes. I got to face Herbert. I got to face Jalen Hurts over the next 10 years in the Philadelphia Eagles. I got to face good foot. No, no, no. It's the AFC South. It's ripe to winning, which is why I say, Kevin, within three years, if Sean Payton goes to Houston, mm. they might be in a Super Bowl. How about that? That's lofty. And I don't see it, but if he hits on his quarterback, everything can change. Mm-hmm. I guess the reason why that doesn't jump off the page to me is when you're Sean Payton and you step away like you did from New Orleans, I just don't know if you're looking to take that kind of a risk. I think you would agree that there is far more risk involved with going to Houston than other potential openings. But to be fair to you, Denver, Houston, right? Houston, the risk is I get Bryce Young correct. Denver, the risk is Russell Wilson's never the same again, right? The, the risks are, are there for both. Carolina's hardly perfect. The Colts, far from perfect. So from that perspective, I totally understand your point, a clean slate. I think the Texans' job makes a heck of a lot more sense than the Arizona Cardinals' job. I have no idea what Sean Payton would, would want to do with that job. I, I Really, I don't. I know when they fired Cliff, you said you could see how a coach could fall in love. Not Sean Payton. Next year is a dead year. Your $40, $50 million quarterback is going to miss at least half of the season. What is Sean Payton taking a year off, Donnie, to come back for a dead year in Arizona? I don't see Sean Payton seriously considering the Cardinals really at all. But head coaches of his stature, they love the rebuild, Kevin. This is what gets them interested here because otherwise you would say, I'm not coming back unless it's the best position, whereas if a team just won a Super Bowl and I'm going to come in as a steward and easily win one. It's like if you have an architect or like a builder. There's a house that we've all seen in the community. Hey, man, they half finished that thing. Well, there's a reason why it's half finished and nobody wants to finish it because they want to start their own thing. And that's what coaches get them intriguing. Why did he step away from the New Orleans Saints? Instead, he just stayed there all the way through because you're looking for that fresh opportunity, that next step to say, you know what? I'm going to go build this thing from the ground up and see what happens. And you can do that here. But the one interesting thing, too, about Sean Payton that we continue to forget, this isn't a true free agent market for him because he comes with his own liability. Mm. And he said, well, what does that actually mean? He's a great head coach. Yeah, he's going to want to change the organization. But how about if you're Sean Payton going, all right, I'm going to land in Houston. Great. Let's get everything together. But before you sign that contract, you better pick up the phone call and call the Saints. And they go, oh, you found your spot in Houston. Awesome. That number two pick. Yeah, you can go coach there. We want that number two overall pick if you want to coach there. There are strings attached here, which is odd, which I you know, always bring up that the uh, New York Knicks getting Carmelo Anthony. Bro, just wait three months. You yeah. don't have to do anything, and you can go there. No, 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 I want in now, and you got the franchise. They're going to have to give up a pretty good draft pick here for Sean Payton to get in. Hopefully, it's not that high. We like the number two or the number three overall draft pick. But for myself, if I'm the coach of his stature, you want the energetic rebuild. You want the ground floor. You want full control of that NFL team and build mm-hmm. it yourself. That's why I think these teams are so attractive because the teardowns are already there, and you could step right in and be that hero. So, one, if 
Now, you always try, but if the Saints are like, look, you only go to Houston if we get the second pick, he's not going. <laughs> yeah. He's no, right. Not. Simple as that. Because he wouldn't even want the job anymore if they didn't Correct. have the two pick. And he's not Correct. worth the second overall pick, right? Simple as that. So that's just kind of that. But I get your point. Sean Payton is 59. It's, it's not ancient, right, in terms of being a coach. He's not super, super young. Though, again, we look at some of the jobs that are open. None are exactly perfect, which then brings us to the playoffs. Usually, a playoff team or two might look at their situation and say, eh, I don't know if this is for me. And there's two teams that Sean Payton has been connected to since he stepped away from New Orleans. Two teams that are favored this uh, weekend, though very, very light lines. The Los Angeles Chargers and the Dallas Cowboys. Let's get the Cowboys portion out of the way of this. Jerry Jones has once again said, Mike McCarthy has nothing to worry about. I, I, I'm not basing anything with Mike McCarthy off of one game. He's fine. Donnie, I believe him. Am I naive to believe that Jerry Jones is happy with Mike McCarthy and has no interest in replacing Mike McCarthy, even if they lose to Tampa Bay on Monday night? Yeah, two sides of this equation, right? You also had Jerry Jones, an owner of the best coach in football, and Jimmy Johnson, and couldn't get along with him even though they were winning Super Bowls. But number two, when you hear Jerry Jones say that, he's as smart as we all are. There's no way he can answer that question around. Like, hey, by the way, Mike, you're coaching for your job this weekend because you know the Dallas Cowboys would probably come up lame in that spot. you got to give them all of the absolute encouragement that you can possibly have. But we know as well as I do. Time is running out on Jerry Jones, and he has even said it himself. If I can stroke a check, Kevin, for $100 million that said I can make it to a Super Bowl, I actually think I might cut that check today. He really wants to win. But also at the same time, like Sean Payton's been linked to Dallas for so many years, and it seems like the perfect fit. But again, for a guy of Sean Payton's stature that comes in and goes, man, I would love to coach the Cowboys. They're going to pay me a ton of money, but I can see it. I'll be sitting in a room with Jerry Jones and Steven Jones, and I go, we're not drafting that player. And Jerry goes, it's my football team. I'm drafting that player. I have full control here. <laughs> That's the only down. Is that the only downfall? Like if Jerry Jones actually said, I'm getting older, you have full control to make all the autonomous moves we need to make in this organization. That is a perfect fit. And he wants to be there. But I have a hard time believing at this day and age that Jerry Jones is like, you know what? Hands off of my football team. Go ahead and take the reins. That's the only downfall. So the, the, the funny thing is, as you said, these are all smart guys. Yeah. Jerry can tell Sean Payton, listen, man, this is all you. I don't think Sean Payton is naive enough to think that on draft day, Jerry Jones is going to go on vacation, uh, right? He's going to be sitting, sitting right next to him, locked hey, call me up like a college bench. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me know no. who, you, who you like, Sean. I just yeah. would love to meet the yeah. kid. Yeah, uh -huh. no. Be like, listen, we're drafting Quinn Ewers, but he's not even eligible, Jerry. Please stop the madness. <laughs> but if you're, and we can do the Chargers after the break. If you're Sean Payton, right? Houston rebuild, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, or you go into Dallas, who, by the way, is about to lose their whole staff. They got lucky last offseason. I don't think they're yeah. going to get lucky twice. Dan Quinn is probably the biggest favorite to be hired of any person going. I think maybe more than Sean Payton, because Sean Payton comes with the luggage that you mentioned of needing to trade for a first-round yes. pick. And Kellen Moore is making the rounds once again. That is the thing that I do wonder if Jerry is aware enough of. 
that Mike McCarthy, whatever, you lose the two coordinators and then all of a sudden it's up to Mike McCarthy, tough scene. Especially when it, all reports are Sean Payton is basically going to show up to the press conference with offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, special teams coordinator, quarterbacks coach, just the whole kit and caboodle ready to go and fire off. I would have thought Jerry would be interested. I'm kind of buying into what he's saying. But if you're Sean Payton, Dallas would make sense. Would it make as much sense as the Chargers? Maybe not. We'll talk about that and some weekend specials next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back with you here on Sports Grid. Before we get to the wild card specials, I want to bring up I want to bring up the LA Chargers fit with Sean Payton. And this to me is the ultimate no-brainer. This is I don't care what you think about any Texans rebuild. There is no way you think that if Sean Payton is out there with his pick of the litter and he gets to go coach Justin Herbert. He doesn't just slide right on in and take over for the Los Angeles Chargers. And if you're the Los Angeles Chargers, who are trying to figure this coach thing out, it feels like, for a little while now. Because I, I don't know if people remember, but the Chargers have been plagued by like these late coaching decisions, even when it was Anthony Lynn, then Brandon Stanley came in. They, they just got to get coach right. Like That's a team that should give up a first-round pick to make sure that they're getting the head coach right. Is that not... The perfect pairing. So part of me wonders if the Chargers are going to do the right thing and fire Brandon Staley for their organization. But is that not the perfect pairing in terms of Sean Payton plus the Los Angeles Chargers? Yes. You have a 24-year-old 6'6 quarterback that the sky is the absolute limit. You don't have to worry about going into the draft, finding your guy, overspending on Aaron Rodgers, bringing in Tom Brady, who's 45 years old. You get it. And as a coach who is an offensive coach, what's the first thing you look for in an organization? What's the quarterback situation? How young is he? And what type of talent level does he have? You know, if you're looking at quarterbacks, obviously you can't just take Patrick Mahomes and say, that's my guy because Kansas City has him. But you're right. If there's one spot where a 
future coach says, you know what? I've had a lot of success in the past. I just need my quarterback and the rest will figure itself out. It's Justin Herbert. I agree with the Chargers. You're living in L.A. You're playing in also an environment, Kevin, which you, you know, L.A. is not the most feverish football city. The Chargers are there. The Rams are there. A lot of transients there with fans from all over the uh, globe, basically, because of how long they didn't actually have an NFL team. It seems like the perfect spot where you can sort of have that that high quality of life, live in that city, and have Herbert as my quarterback. And also, let's remember, you're not coming into a situation where, hey, man, the Chargers won the Super Bowl four out of the past five years. Sean Payton, the next three years, you didn't win anything. You're a terrible coach. Like, no, the sky's the limit here. You own everything. Fantastic landing spot. Yeah. It, 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 again, it, to me, it's it's number one with a bullet. If you're yeah. a Chargers fan, obviously you want to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars because the Chargers are the kind Ooh, of team that, that you'll go into that game against Kansas City and you'll be sat there thinking, hey, we can win this football game. And even if you did both of those things, Unless you win the Super Bowl, Brian Staley hit the brakes. You bring in Sean Payton, and you'd be much, much better. Honestly, if you, even if you won the Super Bowl, I'd imagine that that means you hired Brandon, <laughs> uh, Sean Payton in the middle of this run, quite frankly, because I mean, Brandon Frank Staley Reich. winning the Super Bowl. I mean, stop the madness. Nobody hired Frank Reich, dude, all right? Give up on it. He's going to go him and Will Levis in Carolina. It's going to be an ugly, ugly scene the AFL, uh, out the there for your boy. <laughs> Tough scene. He ends up in the uh, XFL. Look, there's a lot of, I'm going to resign, by the way. I'll resign from the show because I, I won't be able to take He ends up in the XFL. XFL. You're going you're gonna to end up watching a little XFL, maybe? You know start, what? Start maybe I'll change my tune XFL now. XFL team totals. Live on the Sports Grid Network, a midday show about the XFL. Mm-hmm. Put the RS on there. What a scene. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the Jacksonville Renegades, whoever. I don't know. Whoever yeah. the, the teams are uh, in the mix there. out there. Yeah, look, we've got the uh, we've got the wild card specials. A lot of good options. I do want to quickly do a little highest scoring, lowest scoring team because we've always enjoyed yes. hitting these, and uh, the ability to do them obviously with with the wild card round uh, is quite a bit of fun. Highest scoring team: the Buffalo Bills are the favorites, a plus three ninety. Vikings and Niners, same number at six to one. Then you go Chargers, Bengals, and Cowboys, rounding it out. It, pretty straightforward. Six favorites. Uh, are the six opening choices here on the board. Who jumps off the page for the highest scoring teams? Let's take a look at a couple of these, right? Because I'm going to beat around the bush here, not give you my teams right away, and I know you love when I do this. The Buffalo Bills at plus 380. Sure, you would love them to be the highest scoring team. Going up against the Miami Dolphins should be a shootout. Two is not there. Who knows what the Buffalo Bills are going to have to bring to the table? Hey, the San Francisco 49ers taking on Seattle. Looks like that game could be a shootout. Rain in the forecast. How about that one here? So let's cut to the chase, Kevin. How about the game in Minnesota? How about if I told you I actually like a splash here of 650 on the Minnesota Vikings and plus 1100 on the Giants? Because I honestly believe the winner of this football game is probably going to be the leading scorer of the week. And no surprise, it's the highest total of the week. I'm not worried about rain. I'm not worried about injuries on both sides. Looks like we're going full go in a dome. Why not, Kevin? Why not have this game be high scoring, but also take a splash on both of the football teams in this game? That's what I like the best here. I think that... I think it's understandable with that big time total. You could totally see, uh, especially that eleven to one for the upset. Jacksonville, I yeah. think you're going to hear some comparable arguments for it. I think because of Buffalo, San Fran's, and Cincy's over a touchdown nature, right? Because it could be blowout, shut up, uh, shut down shop kind of situations. I have to. I'm going to keep coming back to it. The Dallas Cowboys at nine to one. You like you? You want the full truth? 
I don't want Dallas to win this game. As an Eagles fan, I find Dallas to be the scariest team for the Philadelphia Eagles. But I think they will win this game, and I think they're going to put up a gang of points. Because with Dak back, they've put up a gang of points nearly every single game other than the Washington debacle. At 9-1, to one, I think you're getting a fantastic number there for the Dallas Cowboys, who have the ability, as we've seen, to absolutely explode on occasion. Lowest scoring team, look at this Dolphins number, man. Mm. Plus 200. Baltimore plus 400. Seattle plus 440. Everybody else is 10-1. to one. Are you looking at one of the teams with the under 5-1 to one odds, or are you chasing bigger tickets? Yeah, I am going to chase a bigger ticket, which I do like. But if you're looking at the Miami Dolphins here, which actually was a plus 190 price this morning, at least it's up to two to one. But there's no value in that, Kevin, right? Like if they get 13 points, there's a legitimate chance that they're probably not the lowest scoring team of the weekend because we figure they're going to be battling the Baltimore mm-hmm. Ravens. But also don't count out the Seattle Seahawks in the rain out there against a nasty San Francisco defense at plus 440. But you know who's just behind them, Kevin, and an 11 to win the price? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's actually my favorite bet this weekend to be the lowest scoring team. And we've seen it quite often. Forget about the shenanigans that happened in the fourth quarter. Take those away. If I get a normal Tom Brady Tampa Bay performance, what are we getting into the fourth quarter with, Kevin? Nine points, three field goals, maybe a touchdown on the board, maybe 10 points. That feels like it. And with that pass rush for the Dallas Cowboys that I expect to get home repeatedly on Tom Brady, that's not a bad look for 11 to 1. I think the Cowboys win this game, but I don't know if I see it the same way as you do as a de facto shootout. I think that Dallas pass rush is going to keep Tom Brady under wraps and maybe looking at 16 or less points for Tampa Bay, which would give you a legitimate chance to win this. And again, we're not taking a look at a plus 200, plus Mm -hmm. 300 ticket. That's 11 to 1 right now. Yeah, and I'm not even sure I see a shootout myself. Dak is, look, Dak likes to beat up on bad teams. The Bucs are a bad team. Dallas can go out there, climb the ladder while Tampa Bay is left waning. Yeah. Look, I'll say this. Miami should be the favorite. If you're looking to cover multiple squares, you want a short shot and a big shot. My again, Miami should be two to one, right? Most likely team to be shut out. It's the Dolphins. Skylar Thompson not being able to move the football, you could see it coming. The big shot, no slander. Chargers 20 to 1. Light line, easy, they could be upset, right, in that game. Five of the seven home Jacksonville games have gone under this year. That defense is playing much better. I know they played them earlier in the year, and there were a lot of Charger injuries, but they still did hold that football team to 10 points. I don't expect Mike Williams. You want a big ticket. The Chargers at 20-1 to would be the one I look at. Let's get into some specials. Tons of options. Tons. There's multiple featured tabs. Love to see that. There's plus 450s. There's 5 to 1 to 1900. Love it. Where do you go? My, I'm, I'm all over the place here. Where are you going looking to get involved with the wild card specials? Yeah, forget about taking it all the way up the ladder, right? Just some of the simple stuff, which I think in the playoffs, Kevin, right? Doesn't points usually mean a little bit more? And I don't mean saying like, oh, of course, Don, you got to score points to win games. I just mean sometimes the level of coaching or the coaching decisions change when it's in the playoffs. And the field goal actually means a lot more in the playoffs than it does in the regular season, Kevin. So right off the wild card specials here, 
Each team kicks one field goal or more in the wild card games. That's a plus 750 ticket. Now, granted, there are six games, so obviously you're looking at 12 teams kicking field goals. But if I feel like the coaching might change a little bit where, Kevin, the fourth and two at the seven-yard line, which you might go for at the regular season, I think there's a legitimate chance that you might be kicking it at this point. But the ones I really do like are, Give me a legitimate chance for a touchdown scoring market to happen. Give me a couple of guys because the super card wild, excuse me, the super wild card weekend specials between 500 to 1900. There's ones in that it makes some sense. The 11 to one here, any four of these players to score at least one touchdown. Stefan Diggs, bona fide stud. Debo Samuel, bona fide stud. T. Higgins, bona fide stud. Adam Thielen is a secondary option in the game where we expect points in a dome where we're not worried about anything from the outside conditions of rain or wind and throw in Brandon Ayuk as well. That's an 11-to-1 price with legitimate shots across the board. Now, I get it, T. Higgins didn't practice yesterday, but we're anticipating him playing this weekend. Those are fun markets to try to get into just to start mm-hmm. this conversation off. Yeah, they, they absolutely are. They, that's what you're seeing right now mostly here is kind of these touchdown combination bets. I, I think that if you can find the right pairing, they are interesting. That 20 to 1 to plus uh, to 49 to 1 range, uh, you start to see some of these quarterback combinations that are paying out at a big price. But I want to go to a market that I, I am sure caught your attention. So mm-hmm. each team to score a touchdown this weekend is plus 140. But yes. there's nothing you love more than betting on field goals in the specials market. I do. Each team to score a field goal yeah. is plus 750. Mm-hmm. That just feels like a huge gap. I, I, it really does. Is, is the gap between a team getting a touchdown and a field goal that significant, Donnie, that it should be plus 140 for everybody to score a touchdown and plus 750 for everybody to score a field goal? I guess the only thing that you're trying to weigh at this point is like that thought process of if you do get blowouts, and I'm talking right away off the bat, the Buffalo Bills 14 to nothing over the Miami Dolphins at the end of the first quarter. I guarantee you the first drive of the second quarter, if the Miami Dolphins have the football, Kevin, and it's fourth and one on the six-yard line, they're not kicking the field goal to get points on the board and feel good about themselves mm-hmm. because two attack by low just is getting a little bit unlucky early. He's not expected to play. You're not expected to score a lot of points. Do some of those underdogs say to themselves, and rightfully so, field goals aren't going to win us this football game. It has to always be touchdowns. That's the part that sort of gets, you know, by that plus one. Maybe you have more opportunities to kick touchdowns because there's a legitimate chance that you could look at the Dolphins game and go, they didn't attempt a field goal. But hold on, Donnie. They were inside the 24 times. Exactly. They needed touchdowns, and they knew it because the other team, being the Buffalo Bills, was scoring left and right. Yeah, I, I think, again, at, at plus 750, though, it does like look it. worth it to me. Each team for a passing touchdown is plus 950. Each team for a rushing touchdown is 50 to 1. The rushing touchdown is the way better mm. bet, isn't it? Always gets it. Yeah, I love that. Uh, you, I'm always a sucker for that one. Correct. What is even the – I don't even – like, I've got Skylar Thompson. I've got Huntley or Brown. Rushing touchdown 50 to 1. Compared to passing, plus 950. I don't yeah. I don't even, again, there's just some gaps that sit out here that I ultimately don't agree with. I think this board mm-hmm. will continue to see more added to it over the weekend. And what you're also, of course, going to see are the match specials numbers start to appear. Your 504s, things of that nature. Some of them already appearing as well. We're going to hit all of that tomorrow, break down all of the games that the weekend will offer. But before you go anywhere, make sure you listen up as Donnie closes out another edition of The Early Line. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right, final segment of the day here for the early line on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Donnie and Kevin here, as always, 7 to 9 a.m., setting the table for the rest of the Sports Grid day, which includes the morning after coming up next with Ben Stevens, so make sure you stay tuned to that. Covered a lot of things today. And by the way, still not used to yet the Thursday shows where we usually talk about Thursday night football, but not having a Thursday night football game due to Super Wild Card Weekend this week. A lot of fun to be had. Six games overall, two games Saturday, three games Sunday, one on Monday night. Went over great markets here on the FanDuel Sportsbook to try to get into some of those lottery tickets. So if you're not winning Powerball or Mega Millions for a billion, you can pick up a few hundred dollars here betting some of those fun props that we went over this morning. The NBA card looks great tonight, college basketball as well. So a lot to get into. But yesterday, I love debates. I love topics. Did Dez catch a pass? Did he not catch a pass eight years ago? But always my favorite debate is Michael Jordan and how he would equate to today's NBA game. Listen up. Donnie, why would you be bringing up Michael Jordan today? We got football this weekend, but anytime an argument comes up, I love to jump in. And George Carl, great NBA coach from the past year, retired now, says, are you guys nuts? Quote, anyone who is debating Michael's greatest of all time status doesn't realize he would average a 40-point triple-double in the modern game. And immediately caught flack, and rightfully so. See, I fall into this category quite a bit as well. Because me being 45 years old and from around the younger talent here, I say, boy, was much better in my day. Those players were much better. Joe Montana, Dan Marino, nobody can hold a candle to that. High school football was unbelievable in the 80s and 90s and is now terrible in the 2000s. We have to stop this. You know, players elevate their games. The athletes of today are much better than what they were in the past. Now, granted, maybe I was a much better athlete than most of the people out here from the 1990s. I hear you. I'm the exception to the rule. But Michael Jordan's a great basketball player. He's not averaging 40, 10, and 10 every night. He didn't even average 10 assists a game throughout his career, which is roughly about five a game. Maybe Jordan would score 40 points a game, but he'd take a heck of a lot of shots trying to do it. Come on now. Jordan was great. LeBron's great. Can't we just enjoy it without the debate? Maybe not. Stay tuned for the morning after coming up next right here. 
Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.